Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. everybody happy thursday to you it is february 9th 2023 this is kentucky roll call on roll big exports radio 96.1 fm 1450 am tj walker nick roush and justin kalen how's everybody doing today uh we're doing rocking rolling i um yeah got a decent night's sleep much better than ever before so feeling great scoots you feeling great um, not as great as I wanted to be feeling. I, I knew last night, so today's Trivia Thursday. I knew last night I'm down 2-1. We got a crucial game coming up today in our series, and I needed eight hours of sleep last night. Only got seven, so I'm hopeful that seven is enough to get the job done, but I really needed eight. But I walked outside this morning, and I was, like, rejuvenated. It woke me up. So hopefully the 61 degrees outside gives me that extra one-hour boost that I need from Lack of sleep. Is it uh, fair to call this false spring, Tej? False spring? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have we have we officially made it false spring? It's been a few days now, where it's been warm like this. Yeah, I I. Little white rain too. Maybe some May showers. If you if you want to, or April but I, showers. Think, I think it has to last several days. Although this is lasting. This is like days. day three or four. It is windier than Vietnam out there though this morning. So Vietnam's windy. Be careful. I thought New York City was windy. <laughs> uh, New York City also windy. That's why they call it the Windy City. So be careful out there. It's windy. Very windy. Scoots, you ready for trivia? I think it's a fun one today. Oh, I'm ready. It's not, please tell me it's not like Super Bowl related. Why, why would that be, why would that be the worst thing in the world? Because I was going to do research yesterday on Super Bowl facts and I didn't. Oh, hmm. It, Sounds like a you problem. There may be, there may be a Super Bowl question in there. All right. Just one, if it's just one, I'm okay with it. Okay. I mean, but like, what's wrong with, <sighs> scoots. If you're scared, go to church. <laughs> you're scared, go to church, buddy. Um. I woke up and saw Kevin Durant's going to be a teammate was, with Devin Booker. I was wondering if that was going to be news to you. Scoot, certainly yeah. you've seen it. No, I didn't point. see that. Kevin Durant. A lot of people are going to be waking up to this news. Traded yeah. to the Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. They will be making their playoff run in the West. 
and have to be your NBA championship favorites at this point now. I would think so. That's pretty darn good, but shocking news. It just seemed like yesterday the Nets had James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, mm. the latest rendition of a big three in the NBA. Oh, here. And Trivia now they're Thursday. All, they are all gone. How all the gone. turntables, how many games did those three play together with the Nets? 71. Scoots, guess? Uh, 42. 16. Only what? 16? They only wow. played 16 games together. I know that the number for Kyrie and KD was low. Yeah. Uh, but I think that was... I like, think that was in the hundreds out of yeah. 170 possible games. Uh, which love Kyrie Irving in his first interview. He said he wanted to feel uh, appreciated for his work ethic. It's like, oh, because you just didn't play. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, the Nets won that trade. Oh, folks. Wow. You, you don't always get rid of a guy like Kevin Durant and consider yourselves a trade winner, but when you're getting yeah, – I mean, got they got Macal Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four first-round picks and a 2028 pick swap. It's incredible. Yeah, um, and, and that was the thing. The, the Suns wanted to hold on to Bridges, but here's it's actually smart, though, to just go all in now. While you've got Chris Paul uh-huh. and – Make sure you get at least one title out of this. It's a new owner, so he's like, all right, let's just do the damn thing. Um, the way that superstars are, too, there's no guarantee that Devin Booker wouldn't say in like a year or two, like, all right, I'm getting sick of your all's crap. I'm getting out of here. So might as well go all in. And also on the flip side of it, if you can get a championship, it all comes back to getting a championship. But if you can get a championship and Chris Paul retires, whether it's next year or the year after, whenever it may be, and KD ends up wanting to go elsewhere, team, you know, if he ends up deciding to leave, if you could just keep Booker, he could be good enough where he's, and it's not like people don't want to play in Phoenix, could right. be enough, attractive enough where it's like we don't care about our picks. We don't care that we don't have the assets. We can just rebuild and free agency every year, similar to what some other franchises do or try to do, and just build around Booker because uh, I'm sure other great players will want to to come play with him as his career goes on. Or everybody will leave and you'll say, hey, but we got our NBA championship. This is worth it. More than Phoenix Which Norman feels is. like what the Rams, you're right, that, that was the Rams, they mortgaged their future for a Super Bowl. It worked. Yeah. So, like, you got to call it a success. It kind of stinks afterwards, but you won your Super Bowl. That was awesome. Uh, Suns were close, right? Was it last year or the year before they lost in the finals? I, I think, think it was, was the year before. Year, wasn't it? No, bubble year Lakers won. It was a year after because Giannis beat him. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, I don't even – who won this year or the most recent year? This uh, past season? Yeah. Wasn't it the Bucks? Bucks won two in a row? I thought it was the Bucks. Are we the, getting – The – I remember – the only reason why I remember Bucks sons is because there was a decisive game six I watched at SEC Media Days in Alabama and Hoover. No, Golden State. State. Yeah. Golden oh, State. Jeez. Oh, they who, won? Who, who could forget? Yeah. Shows our NBA expertise here. Yeah. Uh, but what I think is kind of cool, at least in this aspect, no, Durant already has one, but it was it was cool in the bubble year when Davis helped LeBron get another one, and now you're going to see Booker help Durant get another one, and maybe get Chris Paul's first one. So, uh I love the the narratives around Chris Paul too. Um, one of part of my takes great inside jokes is just busting Ryan Russell's chops for being a huge Chris Paul fan, and Chris Paul loses every year in the playoffs, and they're just like, "So, 
uh, choke guy. And he's like, he's not a choke guy. And he's like, well, he's, he's never won the big one. Um, so now, if he doesn't win the big one, the pressure, I mean, Chris Paul, you got to win the big one. You do have to I win mean, the he's, big one. How, Other, or some people are going to say you never can win the big one. Cause, and he's getting – I mean, Chris Paul's been playing in the NBA since they were the New Orleans Hornets, right? He's been in the NBA since like 05, 06. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's 37 years old at least. Yeah. So, time, time is now, sons. Go all in. I am excited about this. The Western Conference playoffs, as they so often are, are going to be – Electric, a lot of fun to watch. Uh, my one of my some of my best friends who are not from Louisville. When we were in college, we would get in the biggest like just stupid drunken college back and forth sports arguments about who was better, Rajon Rondo or Chris Paul. Oh man, that's a that's fun. And they were like, "You're just too biased of a." They're UK fans as well, but they're like, "You're too biased of a UK fan from Louisville." You no way, Paul much better. Anybody would rather have him, and I'd always come back to well, you know, Frazier's got a ring. He's he's got a ring. <laughs> and when you had the Rajon Rondo to being a UK assistant news, oh, did it, it come back up? It, it it came back up. Yes. Uh, my buddy was like, "This would Stru- actually be pretty cool," and I was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it." But I'd be all for it. You know, he's such a great great guard. And he texted back, and he was like, I guess Chris Paul was probably unavailable since, checks notes, he's still playing. And I was like, yeah, that's true. I was like, but they probably just wanted somebody with a ring. Yeah! (laughs) Oh, man, I love it. Uh, I still stand by that Rajon Rondo at his peak was a better point guard than Chris Paul at his peak. That There is some truth to the fact that Paul's still playing, because (laughs) if you can shoot, people are still going to want you. Isn't it also... um... The kind of like they are similar in that point guards are supposed to be the they make everybody happy. They're distributing the offense. They're the, they're what keeps it going. But they seem to also both be head cases that cause problems. Yeah, I don't know about head cases. I mean, they. I mean, they, they've both won at very high levels before. And but then when really, there's really good teams, there's problems, and then you got to kind of break up the team. It usually comes back to that. And I don't know if Chris Paul maybe has some of the off the court uh, no, no. stuff that Ray John Rondo Well, he does. was with, remember when uh, Kanye said he was with Kim? Oh, yeah. That was crazy. Oh, that was, um, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, it should, uh, it's, a, it's a fun little shakeup, though. Uh, and the reason why we're spending so much time on the NBA, too, NBA drama, moves, all of that. So much more fun to keep up with in the actual games. Yeah, than any other sport, really. Yeah. Uh, in terms of just the off-the-court product, off-season, trade deadlines. They, it, it doesn't disappoint. Uh, Kyrie going to the Mavs would be, like, that would be huge in its own right. And we would have spent not a lot of time. But this happened overnight. A lot of people didn't know it. Kevin Durant traded to the Suns for a cast of players – Picks included, the Suns clearly going all in on whatever window they have. Mm-hmm. KD getting to go to Phoenix just in time for the Super Bowl. Big for him. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, by the way, was the leading scorer for the Mavs last night in a win. He played really good. That's I watched a, a lot of that game. See, and that another fun thing, too, is like you, you can always just say, well, there's only one ball. 
<laughs> when you the got Kyrie Irving yeah, with Luka Doncic, that's fun. fun. Um, here's another fun trade that happened that involved uh, a former Wildcat, Jared Vanderbilt. So the Lakers finally got rid of Russell Westbrook. So I feel bad for Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook's going to the Jazz, and they're bringing back D'Angelo Russell from the Timberwolves um, in a three-team deal. The Lakers are also getting Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt in the trade. While the T-Wolves get Mike Conley. Remember when Mike Conley was good? That was crazy. And Shea's cousin, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. So, update, Russell Westbrook to the Jazz, D'Angelo Russell to the Lakers, along with Jared Vanderbilt. Go Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah. I mean, and, and here's the other thing, too. It was kind of uh, it's kind of sad seeing, like, okay, the – LeBron Lakers, he breaks the scoring title, but then they they lose to the Thunder. Like I want to see the Lakers in the playoffs this year. Not gonna happen. Yeah, it is. Nope. Why not? You want to bet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's do it. Oh, watch out, everybody! You were looking for that twenty dollars that I bet with TJ. How about we do that, Ralph? All right. I'll take Lakers and miss the playoffs. Okay, fine by me. They're gonna make it. Wait, what about twenty dollars? Yeah, you all. I bet you twenty on Jalen Hood Shafino triple double. Oh, okay. And then Roush wanted a twenty dollar bet too. Oh yeah, this is, all right. Here's an e- yeah, this is an easy one because <laughs> uh, right now the Western Conference standings are a mess. Lakers are in fourteenth though. Yeah, yeah but, but they're, they're only, only two, two games out of the uh, the play in game spot. Yeah. Well, so. It might at the end of the day, it might end up being a uh, stupid bet like the Jalen Hood Shafino one. But or maybe uh, D'Angelo Russell tanks the team. Are you all are you all saying that the play in tournament is the playoffs or do they Ooh. have to I think we can do it old school. They gotta be in the actual playoffs and not the playing game. Right. So if they make the playing game, they gotta they gotta win to get in. Okay, so if they if they're in the play in tournament it doesn't count, but if they win the play in tournament it counts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like if they yeah. get in the final eight. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. Yeah. And remember the two teams make it from the yes, play in tournament. Two of the four. I think I think that's a fair bet. They are Five or four and a half spots out of the non-play-in portion of the tournament. Uh, so Which, it would not be crazy if they really, didn't make that. Most of this is just relying on Anthony Davis's health because they weren't – I mean, and that's kind of been the case with his career. His teams have a chance when he's healthy, when he's not. You're kind of toast. Did you see his reaction honest. to LeBron's game-winning bucket? Who's? Or not game winning bucket, uh, scoring bucket. Anthony Davis. I did. He wasn't. He wasn't all about the hoopla. He wasn't. He went right. I over was the, wondering what the right over the bench and sat down. Yeah, he wasn't even standing when it went on. Uh, did one of you all mention yesterday Thomas Bryant calling for the ball in the post? Yes, yeah, that's did, such yeah. a funny. It was. I, I didn't see the picture when you brought it up, so I didn't really check out for me. But I saw the picture <laughs> yesterday. It's so funny. It is great. Thomas Bryant oh, always oh. working hard. Uh, I like, so, you know, we when you have the trades, there's a, a Bender that wore number 35 for the Suns, so they put K. Ben Durant. Yeah, it's okay. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> kind of funny. Funky Perkins. Did you all see the, the reactions to everybody having their phone out during LeBron's yeah. Other game than Phil Knight. Yeah. Did you all have a take on that? I just, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would be the one with my phone out or not. I would think not because I like I have my phone out for stuff like that during work, but I don't. So like when I'm not working, I don't want to have my phone out for stuff like that. I, I, DJ, I think you had the appropriate take. I think you might have said this on Twitter, but I mean, it's like watch it with your own eyes. How many? How often are you actually going to go back and watch that clip? You know, you're just it's all for social media likes. They're going to post it on their social media. People are going to like it, and then they'll never look at it again. Yeah, the caption of like. 
being able to see history in person was, uh, you know, they'll have some. Which, like, you can just save your caption. You can just save that for the picture when they did the little presentation. You can get a picture then, and you then can then get you a can picture then. Uh, yeah, I I tried for that exact reason for pictures like that when there's something cool going on or a cool moment. I don't try to be capturing it with my phone or video because I'd rather live it. Yeah. And yes, your your pictures and videos can last longer than your memory. But I don't want the memory of me being during this really cool moment. There I was on my phone recording it, watching it through the screen instead of being actually there. Uh, so didn't make for a good picture for all those folks. Well, it, it, it makes sense for, for like... Good job for Phil Knight. It makes sense for like Bronny and Bryce to be filming it because, you know, that's dad. Dad's not always going to be around. That'll oh. be a really cool video to look back on one day. And LeBron. So LeBron saw Bronny's video and he was like, oh, that's tight. Can you send that to me? I, I did. See, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. pretty funny. And, and I think the other aspect of it is too is that... Kids who have grown up with technology, that's just, just kind different. of how they yeah. operate. That's true. Which is, it's kind of sad, if you ask me, but like, you know what? Each generation is different. We're going to be some of the last that are going to be um, wa- actual watchers. Like, they, they, they grew up, they remember games for the action happening and not trying to, like, capture a video. See, I, I put myself in a situation, I guess it was three years ago, I went up to Indy for a Steelers in, and Colts game. Steelers had a game-winning field goal. I have the video on my phone. But, I, I mean, I've watched it maybe two times since then. So it's like I probably should have just watched that with my actual eyes. <laughs> and that was what I was going to say is that, like, I – if you're going to do – if you're going to do something with your phone in those moments, reactionary videos are probably the best because then you are capturing, like, at this moment of excitement, here's how we all just went crazy. Yeah, yeah. And that can be nice to look back on. Especially that 20, uh, the Aaron Harrison reaction video where like people were just like throwing cups in the air and like, those are fun. But granted that is from like a camera from far away. Not so much individual. Everybody's on their phone, uh, which that's in a perfect world. What you do, like if you, if you want to capture moments like that, then to set up like a camera, and have it playing so that way you don't have to be doing it right in that moment. It's probably the best way to go. But I, I guess everybody do what makes you happy. But yeah. even if you have the cool reactionary videos on your phone, how often do you watch them? Again, probably not as much as you would think or maybe as much as you'd like. Usually it's when something sad happens and you want to go back and relive a fun moment. So, great. Now we got everybody all sad. Yeah, yeah. Because I got to thinking about, like, oh, time. how great was it when Kentucky used to be good at basketball and we used to celebrate in subway tournament wins. Mm-hmm. I, um, I did get a good chuckle, though, when they – Jack, Zach, and Drew were doing their rapid reaction video from the game. And it's like, Zach, have you seen an NCAA tournament win since you've been with us? No. <laughs> Just straight deadpan. Nope, hasn't seen one. And he's been working with us for a while. Yeah. It well, sucks. It sucks. It's, you didn't win one last year, and then the COVID year was really bad. Yep. And then you didn't have one during the other COVID year, so there, there's your no tournament wins for that stretch. That's how that works out. Uh, and it's not good. And it's been a long time. Hoping, uh, hoping long th- time, that changes. Yep, hopefully it does. I did, um, I did go through the – if you if you all believe in the advanced analytics, the Ken Palms, the Bart Torvik's of the world, where did Bart Torvik come from? He's pretty uh, recent, but it. I mean, he's just another. I didn't hear that name until this year, and now I, I hear it every time we talk about rankings. 
I do feel like it wasn't. Um, it was he was around before COVID, but he's gotten popular in the last two or three years um, because he has a tool that uh, I haven't figured out quite how to use it. But for NCAA tournament purposes, it like gives you more accurate stat. Like you can mm. you can do here's the advanced stats over like a six game stretch sort of deal, um, which you can't really do with Kim Palm. But nevertheless, uh, Kentucky's only going to be favored in three of its last seven games. No. So you've got to upset some teams on the road. And the one that uh, kind of scares me the most is if Oscar Sheboy doesn't get his stuff together. And even if he does get his stuff together, that game at Mississippi State, Wednesday night, Tolu Smith's a double-double guy, a lot of length. He's the second-leading shot blocker in the SEC, second rebounds, first and field goal percentage. He's a good big man. And if Oscar – is still doing whatever he's doing right now. That's a that's a danger zone game that can really, really crush that NCAA tournament resume. The other thing Tor- Torvik has, Scoots, he has a, a tournament probability stat. Uh, Kentucky had a 75% chance of making the tournament prior to tip-off against Arkansas. Uh, after tip-off, 54.5%. Yeah. That may mean your metrics and systems are a little wonky if it can go 24% for one quad one loss at home. Yeah, but I think part of it is if like you got to win your home games, and now Kentucky like the the the, the proper de- Kentucky's in dangerous territory. It's I like, don't disagree that that percentage is probably accurate now, but if you've got a system that can just go from twenty seven percent in one game in a two hour span, may need to polish up the old system. Yeah, but if you won that game, then you'd be much more comfortable thinking, okay, Kentucky can get to twenty one wins. Makes you think what would have gone up to if Kentucky had won. Yeah. Um, that was their probably their best chance at a quad one win at home, right? Yeah, um, you've got, Auburn could still be a quad one win, and I would true. put that in a similar ballpark. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it could be equally as difficult as a game. If you can lose to Arkansas at home in that manner, you could lose to, to Auburn in a similar manner as well. But, yeah, I'd probably put those two in the in similar and Tennessee so, struggling though. That yeah, one's got to be in the conversation. That game though. was so freaking fun. That was. That was a great. Oh, that what happened? I, I missed that. Vanderbilt beat Tennessee on a last second shot. It was a last second three in the corner. I stood up off my couch, hands in the air. Oh, you did the the ref signal too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. It was great. I love seeing top ten teams. It was a great lose. play drawn up. It was, yeah. Oh, that's Stackhouse special too. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was drawing up a good play. Down two, time winding down. Guard drives into the paint, nowhere really to go. He's looking baseline, makes a great pass over to a guy who's just wide open by himself in the corner, right in front of Vandy's bench because you know they've oh, got wow. the wonky bench set up there. He lets it go, keeps his arm in the air oh, the entire man. time. He held it. Yeah, dude, that's so great. That's it was awesome. true. It wasn't the prettiest shot the way it kind of comes in line drive esque, but it's still a game. It was win. nothing in that. It's still a swish game yeah. in winter, sure, but it was just kind of like it looked it looked a little weird. <laughs> and uh, everybody goes bonkers. Oh, and Tennessee man. loses, which is nice because yeah. we like it when Tennessee. It was and great. when they lose to Vandy, uh, another hilarious part of that video is that as they're showing the like people and students storm the floor. There's one random student who's just like walking away from the huddle, but feels it necessary to jump up and grab the rim. I saw uh, that. Which <laughs> we had a there was one my best friend. Uh, he was uh, like he he couldn't dunk, but he could grab the rim. So any chance he got, um, he was grabbing the rim. 
And our PE coach, he made it a rule whenever we were playing. It was like ultimate frisbee or wiffle ball. He would take a run off or give you a strikeout if you went up to jump to touch the rim because it just annoyed the hell out of him. <laughs> and he was just trying to mess with Simmons. Dude could not resist. Still touch the rim. Oh man, did uh, did you? <laughs> I, I was just made aware of this video when Vanderbilt beat Florida and they stormed the field. Did you ever see that? No. I'll I'll need to find it and, and bring it to you they do it in a single file line like the security's like don't hop over just cut we'll open this like the steps for you but you got to come down single file it's the worst field storming in the history <laughs> of field stormings and it's so it's so typical vanderbilt football so when they stormed the court yesterday i was like all right here's redemption here's a chance to to get that <laughs> field storming against florida out of there and it was just a pretty mediocre court it storming was, yeah. unfortunately it, it was. wasn't terrible it was much better than their field storming so they're moving in the right direction as a student body but <sighs> vanderbilt are you okay some, stereo- with, some stereotypes are you all okay with them rushing the floor in that situation oh yeah, yeah. because they're not a blue blood they are vanderbilt they're they vanderbilt, just being yeah. a top five top oh 10 my team gosh. Or whatever it was this is the lamest thing i've ever seen in my life the the field storming yeah, or the court storming? The field storming. <laughs> yeah, I gotta see if I can find the video. Oh my Atlanta. Cause like it totally takes away from the excitement. That's the best part about the field storm is you get the uh just the Is this the video you're seeing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just the the pure uh, elation. Uh yeah, from our guy Nick Delator, who uh covers Florida for on three. Man, that's so hilarious. And that was this year. People forget that Vandy beat Florida this year. And everybody's just on the field, like, standing around. Like, just, like, talking. Hey, yeah. w- good game, young man. I'm proud of you. Hey, you no, did a great you... job. Gosh. Nobody's jumping up and down or excited. Uh, the, the best radio is when we just detail videos for you. And we're well aware <laughs> of that. We're happy to be doing that this morning. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to detail text messages sent into the show by you. It is Trivia Thursday. We'll get to that a little bit later. A lot of people are saying it's the best trivia game on radio. That's because it oh, is. Yeah, and that's. Do you want to share that? Oh, now, we can now, describe another meme. Uh, now Roush is just is, wanting to describe pictures. Yeah, to you. yeah. Uh, it's Kevin Durant, my next chapter, and it's photoshopped the Phoenix Suns girl on his shirt. The the infamous Phoenix Suns girl. Yeah, who's who's a big fan of the team and all of the players. Let's go to let's go to our first break <laughs> of today's show. We'll come back. We'll try to get this back oh, on track. We'll try to do radio instead of video. No promises, though. This is KRC on the Big O. Okay. I'm a fool, fool, fool for you. Well, I'm a fool, fool for you. It may take a while, but I'll prove it's true. Well, if it's loving you want, well, I've got it. If it's money you want, then I'll get it. I'll buy you tall, tall trees and all the waters in the seas. I'm a fool, fool, fool. Welcome. To Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Remember to pop into Thornton's to get your day started. Roush, why should people go into Thornton's? Yeah, because it's the best of the best to fuel you on your day. Whether you need 
uh, gas at a great price, or uh, gonna stop in and grab a donut. Maybe uh, maybe a little breakfast elsewhere. They got great breakfast sandwiches, great breakfast burritos, and the best hot coffee this side of the Mississippi. So stop by Thornton's today. Download the Refreshing Rewards app before you go. If you're a new member, you'll get a free breakfast on Thornton's. Um, but they'll also just send you weekly fuel rewards. 10 cents off here, 20 cents off there, maybe even a 30. It's always a nice surprise when you got the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app. Man, Roush, you had talked about for months the bacon, egg, and cheese burritos. Yep. I was hesitant on them. I'm not a big burrito guy for breakfast. Mm-hmm. All I've been thinking about the last two weeks. That's all I want. I'm off my sausage croissant, and now I'm a bacon burrito guy. Yeah, we got him. And ironically, too, Scoots, I've become more of a sausage croissant guy. Oh, we just switched places. Yeah, we just switched. <laughs> There's some weird voodoo in this room, and it's not the stink emanating from. No, the studio God knows smells where. so bad today, folks. Let me tell you. The lobby's much worse. Like, you open the door. Yeah, and here's fine. It's not great in there, in here. It's not terrible. Or maybe I'm just used to it. I don't know. You, we, you definitely get used to it by the end of the show, but it, it, I it think is there, worse out there. So if somebody opens that door, kind of you get re-hit with it. A I think bit. there's something. But it is a little bit Maybe better. in the kitchen. It's just Well, there's uh, like six bags of trash in the kitchen, which I would guess maybe the smell is coming from one of those bags of trash. Probably. Yeah. It could be um, it. Yeah. Taking trash out. Tough job. Dumpster or garbage can? We do. Okay. <laughs> Um, also taking the trash out, one of the best, easiest household chores to just be like, let me take care of it. And for me, it's like, I kind of want to just get out of the house for a second. Wow. Things, things bad at home, Ralph? Yeah, no kidding. It's it's nice to, you ever walk outside? Thornton's get a pack of cigs. (laughs) Ooh, the other, uh, catch Duke at his first chore I had neglected because it was not great weather, but picking up the dog poop. Hmm. It's kind of nice. I was like, oh, kids out here playing? Like, this I, is a nice little 10-minute chore. I do understand the wanting to get out of the house. I, I often will go out into the yard just to pick up sticks just because I want to get out of the house for a little bit. So I understand. What is it? Uh, five, six, pick up sticks. Yeah. Seven, eight, lay them straight. That's right. And the fire pit. Big fat scoots. <laughs> oh, uh, while we're just talking uh, random nonsense before we get back to the Thornton's text line, um, there's a nursery rhyme book that I've been reading to do, kind of alternating with. Uh-huh. Some of his questions that he asks of the pictures in the nursery rhyme book are great <laughs> questions. The, where are the, where's the dish and the spoon running away to? I don't know. <laughs> Why is the cow jumping over the moon? Well, he can jump really high. I mean, it's just... It's a good. It's a good question. <laughs> it's, they're very valid. Uh, the old lady who lives in the shoe, and it's like, but whose shoe is it? <laughs> it's a, I know it's a big shoe, but I don't know whose shoe what it is. What kind of you shoe? You should say it's dad's shoe. <laughs> dad's got big shoes, but I don't know if a bunch of kids can live in it. Back when you're in college, that's what you should just tell them. Oh, yeah. From a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Be... That's cute. Cute story time. So you take videos of it and pictures? No. Just enjoy it. Enjoy it in the moment. Yep. Yeah. Good. Well, happy about it. We will do the the video, like the, oh, Frank just rolled over. Like, let's take a picture of it. Or when he's just being really smiley. Like, you got to get some of those fun. And I think the best part of having those videos is whenever your little memories come up on your, because your phone will do it now. 
when you yeah. just slide to the left, and they'll be like, your trips to Orlando over the years, and it's just me with, like, Citrus Bowl stuff. That's fun. That's Frank's fun. already rolling? Oh, yeah. Sheesh. Already rolling, yeah, yeah. He's getting all, he's all grown up. All grown up, which, um, speaking of Citrus Bowl, um, I haven't put it on the site yet because just stuff got busy last night, but uh, uh, and I spent 20 minutes talking to Chris Rodriguez yesterday. And uh, one of the more fun interviews I've had in a while. You um, were talking with Chris Rodriguez? Yeah, yeah. He uh, He's down in uh, Frisco, which is by Jerry World in Texas, doing his pre-draft training. Uh, he hung out with us for about 20 minutes, talked about his time at UK, um, especially that run in the Citrus Bowl, the game winner. Um, he also touched on you know all the pre-draft stuff. I, I had a series of questions for him to make sure that he's prepared for the interviews and he was much better at passing them than Luke Fortner so I thought Luke Fortner was supposed to be some sort of brainiac he failed miserably uh Chris Rodriguez though passed with flying colors so expect to see him go up draft boards but the part that was most um we did get serious and he talked about his mother passing and um it's 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 heartbreaking stuff man it really is um and he just talked about you know like she was his best friend and it was weird being down at the senior bowl and not like calling her to just give her updates because that was part of his normal routine. Um, but he was like, she'd be mad if I quit on myself and didn't play just because she wasn't around. So uh, that's kind of fueling him throughout this this pre-draft process. So it was uh, good stuff. You can see it on the KSR YouTube channel, and I'll, I'll have it on the site. What did today. I see about Luke Fortner? He played more snaps than any other rookie at, on the offensive line. Was he the f- – I, I'm gonna have to look at this. Look for the stat. I saw a stat on him yesterday. It was really cool and unique. Yeah, uh, I can't remember I, what it he was. was de- he was top <laughs> that four. Cool, that in the cool league. and unique, huh? Uh, and I think he only had one penalty and like three or four surrendered sacks all year. It, it was he some, played really well. It was something about because he did he go to the Pro Bowl? I don't believe so. But he, I mean, he could have. I don't know. I, Dang it. Pro Bowl is, you know. I, I, it's kind of willy billy now. I'll let you know if I find it. Yeah, do you need offensive linemen in a flag football game? That's true. So I guess they just go party in Vegas now. And they get to do the catching the punts thing. Playing. Just imagine dodgeball. doing that while like disoriented from Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but maybe not everybody goes too crazy out in Vegas. That'd yeah, be fun though. Did you uh, did you see Jason Kelsey? No, Lane Johnson's diet. Five thousand five hundred calories a day to maintain his weight. No, that's wild. Yeah, the athletic had like a long story on how he's like what he has to do to take care of his body. So he's definitely going to be one of those guys that just loses all of his weight after career's over. Which need to get Damian Collins on that. I never intake. I don't think we ever shared this story because it just was a blur in the Music City Bowl. But when we were down there for the when they had the Thursday night football game, all of those all of the NFL Network people were staying in our hotel. So. We rode the elevator with Steve Smith, and I didn't realize it was him at the time because he's like a little guy. Uh-huh. And look, it's like, oh, that was Steve Smith Sr. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, but we actually talked to Joe Thomas and got kind of stuck on that, like the elevator was being wonky, so we ended up going for a longer ride than we expected. But Lucky and I were having the conversation at breakfast. Like, what do you think is these guys' favorite city to travel to? Um, for like people who like that's their job is just going from one NFL city to the next, following teams around, and so it's like, hey, you can answer this question for us, Joe Thomas. What's your favorite NFL city to go to? Like as far as getting around, 
traveling, like how easy it is, um, the actual venue, the fans, all that sort of stuff. And he's like, hmm. It's like, you know, it is kind of tough. And he's like, Atlanta, you know, it's that that's convenient. And he's like, but and he mentioned a couple of others. He's like, obviously, like I love Cleveland because it's home, but um, but he's like hmm. New Orleans. It's like the airport isn't close or anything, but New Orleans is the correct answer. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's probably the that's that's a good way to go. Can't go wrong with Noah. It is a little bit of a drive to the New Orleans yeah. airport. A little, little bit of a haul. Pe- they just redid it though. People forget that. Yeah, it was a dump the last time I went, but they were in the process of redoing it. So yeah, I don't really remember much about the airport itself. Probably not a bad thing. My friends uh, got their wallets stolen, so they had to go through intense security check on the way back home, which that's always funny. It's real hoot. They didn't have IDs, so oh. they had to they had like to confirm their identity. They had to be asked questions like, "What was the last car your father drove?" or like, "Where was his last known address?" And one of my friends, his dad, is just a, a Looney Tune caricature of a human. Like he has no idea where his dad. Like, you know. <laughs> Where, where, where was his dad's last house? I've always Craig wondered Preston. what they do if you don't have an yeah, ID. Yeah, yeah. So they have to ask like DMV records for like cars and stuff like that um, with your family or with you or whatnot. Your wife. They would ask you like your wife's car. So interesting stuff. That is interesting. Uh, so they were able to fly though. They were. That was good. Barely. Um, lesson learned. Uh, be careful who you invite up to your room. Oh. Just leave. We're going to leave it at that. Thought somebody that was interested in him. <laughs> a little too interested. Yep, a little too interested. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. 502-414-1450, the Thornton's text line. We did not finish it yesterday, so still uh, some grumpy people from the game on Tuesday, and we totally understand it. <coughs> good morning, gentlemen. I feel like Cal I feel like Cal likes shouting himself in the foot. Mm-hmm. Ah! It would be really funny to see him just like on the bench screaming at his foot. Uh, when he only plays seven to eight man rotation. Sure, you're going to do our bets on potential, but they won't get better sitting on the bench. Yes, Wheeler was out, but not letting Case and rest at any point sets us up for failure, not to mention the others that have played at least 30 minutes this game and equally tired. Never helps Colin sitting, or never helps sitting Collins, who was starting to break through tonight. Yeah, I. I Agree with that text. I think that's a totally incomplete, fair criticism of Calipari. Um, just those are guys that earlier on in the season, you get them enough minutes, you can trust them a little bit more. You haven't even done that for a dude the arrow. You didn't give him minutes earlier on, and you still had to throw him into some spots, some tough he's spots. And he's fine. And he's yes, he, he has done fine. It's not like you gotta you gotta have been thrown in not to tough spots per se, but he's gotten a token minute here or there. And he's done okay. You know, he'll usually give up some bad, but you gotta let some people like get a feel for the game and get some some momentum and some rhythm. But you gotta definitely earlier on in the season, big mistake not letting him play completely kind of hosed him from being an option later in the year. Adu has still had some opportunities, but it's not like him playing well has produced more opportunities, which I I think I would run a capitalistic type of lineup. If you do well when you're on the floor, you will get more minutes. Meritocracy. Uh-huh. Yep. I, I, I think the seven, eight-man rotations are what you need to win in March if you have a team that is good enough to win in March. And – 
I'm not saying that this team can't win a game or two in the NCAA tournament. Maybe they can't get hot and go on a little bit of a run. But you don't have a starting five out there with Terrence Jones, Anthony Davis, Deron Lamb. Like, these guys aren't consistent enough to only stick with a 7-8-man rotation. As we discussed yesterday, the quick change-ups for even just a minute or two are reset buttons for guys who are struggling. Like they, they need that. So while, yes, seven or eight guys should play the lion's share of the minutes, you know, it, would, it, would it hurt to throw a do-in for two minutes here and there? Just sprinkle no, in. Like, it, would, it would not like, hurt. Like you need to you need the overall point is this team's good not good enough for only seven or eight guys to play. You need to sprinkle some more in when players are struggling. Cal said that CJ Fredericks injured right, that he was hurt playing. I didn't make that up. That he fallen on the camera, hurt his ribs, he probably shouldn't even played the other night. Um don't think I'm making that up. You're looking at me like I am. Uh I, I, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh but I'm also just like, oh, hurt ribs. Like, come on, fell on the camera. What? Why would that? Why would that not be? Why would that not hurt? I'm, I'm just. I question all of this team's injuries. That's just <laughs> me being a dumb meathead. But yeah, like severe. Is your ankle really hurt? Just go out there and play. It's me being a dumb meatball. But I know. I don't remember you doing that with some of the football injuries. <laughs> Matter of no. fact, I remember you saying it was totally cool that people were sitting out to prevent injuries that hadn't even happened yet. Oh, that was the bowl game. Nobody cared about that bowl game. Um, I, I cared about it. Uh, I didn't like you, you, it. Were, you were the one. Uh, that that, that is over. very interesting. That but like, it's okay to prevent injuries when you're not even injured, mm-hmm. but then you're questioning if people actually get injured well, when the injuries happen. Cause, and and it's, mostly, it's mostly Wheeler because that was uh, there were times last year Wheeler sat out and his teammates were like, what the hell, dude? Yeah, but he just—he had just come back from rolling his ankle and played in the second half in the same game that he had hurt his ankle. I didn't know that he hurt his ankle against Florida, and that's or it was Ole Miss. The Ole Miss—you don't remember that? Yeah, his ankle. That was a week ago. Yeah, but you know how you know how ankles work. Yeah, well, rub some dirt on it. Team needs you. I I have no idea. You could be totally right that you could you could be totally right that yeah. like it's it, but no I, and you and, I'm gonna and you take are their too, word that like you know severe Wheeler's not sitting out an important game against Arkansas just because he wants to like you know yeah, I yeah. find that hard to believe could yeah be, but you could and, be right and a lot of it too is me just being frustrated because I I haven't like I don't think anybody's monitoring it I would like to see it in the game notes how many games this year is Kentucky. Had at least one person out with injury. It's, it's been like it's, this it's, for it's, years. But it's, it's been it, like this for years. It feels extra ridiculous this year because it's like, oh, starting like ten minutes before tip off. Oh, some somebody else is out, and it's always. And I, I think the part of it too that uh, makes it, you know, me like rub some dirt on a guy who like I'm I'm only like partway being like I'm I'm only halfway being serious on all of this this take right here. But when you just. It's. It feels like it's like game by game a different person, right? It's not like mm-hmm. somebody's missing two or three weeks at a time, except for CJ's finger thing. Where and then they're coming back and working their way in. It's just like, well, now who's it's out revol- this game? It's a revolving door yeah. of different lingering minor injuries or seemingly minor injuries, which 
does that is it any better than if somebody was just like, hey, he's going to be out two months with a wrist injury, right? Or something exactly. Like yeah. that. Both of them suck. This one may be a little bit more frustrating because it's just like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be next? Ain't it's a primary a ball handler. It's Casey and Severe kind of mm-hmm. trading off, and you're kind of t- all the more t- reason why I do. You wanted him yeah. probably to get more minutes, exactly. Play exactly. a little bit more. Could have could have helped. Did you see the Corey Price tweets from yesterday? Um, I I saw one of them, and it was. Uh, and I only remember it because it was completely. He like wished Lance Mayer a happy birthday or something. I was like, wait, that's not a statistics stat, Corey Price. What are you doing? I love also Corey when Price. he does his movie months too. Make sure. Oh yeah, that's always a good time. Make sure you're following him on Twitter at Corey P zero eight. He's a great follow for UK basketball fan. Well, really any UK athletics fans with his stats and histories. Um, I don't think he's a KRC listener. We need to get him on the KRC train. But he tweeted out yesterday. Number of losses by at least 10 points for Kentucky basketball between 1989 and 2012. Yes. So how many times did UK lose by 10 points or more at Rupp Arena? Six times during that stretch. Patino through the national championship season. How many times has UK lost by 10 points between the NIT year in 2013 to now? Six times, so the same amount of times. I would actually say that that's more of just like, wow, from 89 to uh, 2012. Holy smokes, that's crazy. I think that speaks more to what an incredible run that was. But to go 10 years and only have six home games where you lost by 10 or more really isn't that bad. No, no. It's still like, you know, it's once every two seasons that you may have one which isn't what you want. You still don't want them to happen ever, but things do happen in basketball games. But holy smokes, that run from 89 to 2012, that was dominant. And then the most home losses by at least 10 points for Kentucky head coach, Cal now moves to second place. Mm-hmm. He was tied with Basil Hayden. Behind now, Joby Hall and Adolph Rupp, who both are seven. So one more game, and Cal will be tied for the most ten-point home losses, which is kind of crazy because he didn't have he didn't pick up his first home loss at Rupp Arena until 2013, 2012-2013 season. Which is and then yeah. I think lost one in twenty fourteen, but then I don't think he lost one in 2015, 2016, 2017. Maybe the or they lost to UCLA in 2016, 2017, but very few. More times than not, Cal, I think, has had seasons where they haven't lost a home game this year. Not 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 doing Rupp right. Doing Rupp dirty. So Cal, Cal's getting ready to, next year, he'll be the second longest tenured coach in Kentucky basketball history. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. And he, um, still, Rupp's the only one with more than one title, which is kind of remarkable. No. Yeah. Considering Kentucky has seven. Like, it's pretty wild. A texter says, I hate to sound like such a whiner, but I'm pretty salty. I stayed up to watch us get our cheeks clapped. A lot of us <laughs> felt the same way, Texter. A lot went wrong, but man, we should have won that game. Hey, here to being dumb, tired, and salty while I teach tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everyone. Hope you had a great Wednesday. I did get a little 30-minute nap in yesterday. That was necessary. Come on.
sometimes those games are more frustrating or less frustrating. I, it, it depends on where your mindset's at. But, Texter, I disagree. I don't feel like Kentucky should have won that game. Arkansas just looked like the better team. And sometimes there's a piece in that, and similar to the Kansas game, where it's just like Kansas made the plays late in the game and Kentucky did not. There's like a piece in not knowing that you weren't hosed by officials, that, you know, I always go back to that missed, just easy bunny shot that P.J. Washington always made in the 2019 yeah. Elite Eight game. Like sometimes when it's like, if things are, Sometimes when you feel like you're better and you don't have the results to show for it, it is more frustrating. But then there's also this realization that, like, hey, Arkansas doesn't have their two best players and they're still just better than UK. And that also isn't fun either. But it can kind of hit you at different points. Like, during the game, watching that second half, UK just couldn't guard Arkansas. And Cal wasn't going to make any necessary changes to try to help remedy the situation. So it was what it was. In man-to-man, Kentucky could not guard Arkansas, and you saw the results. It didn't even really matter what UK was doing offensively because you weren't going to be able to keep up with 70% on the other end of the floor. Uh, So on the one hand, I wasn't like watching with anger and frustration, but there was also this underlying sense of, like, "Ah, we shouldn't be in this spot. Cats need to be better than Arkansas. If – I hope everyone read Luckett's article yesterday on the defense because since that P.J. Washington missed shot, Kentucky hasn't had a top 25 defense. Um, And up until that point, they had a top 25 defense every year for Cal Perry except for the Murray-Ulis year and the NIT year. Um, This is the worst Ken Palm-ranked defense in Cal Perry's tenure. And it kind of all goes back to like he was, in order to make some, uh, in order to get more shooters, he had to make from the portal. He had to make some defensive compromises, and now dudes are just driving straight to the rim. Um, they also primarily had a lot of shorter defenders. Like it's a really good explainer of why Kentucky's worse defensively, and it's not just because they don't have Anthony Davis, Willie Cauley Stein, or Nerlens Noel blocking shots in there, or Carl Towns. Like the rim protection has. Been bad, and that's a big part of it, but there are a lot of other pieces of the puzzle as to why Kentucky's defense is as bad as it is right now. And that's, sadly, the the problem. And that's 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 what defined Cal's early success, too, was that elite defense. Yeah, and rim protectors can help cover up a lot of the boo-boos and ugliness of on-ball defending or off-ball defending. But when you don't have good on-ball defenders... Again, you know, Case and Wallace, we're not talking about you, buddy. You're, you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing. And and even C.J. Frederick has been better defensively. He has taken steps and become better defensively. He's still not great, but he's not a huge liability like I think some people maybe have would have thought he would have been. But when you don't have a rim protector and you don't have great on-ball defenders, it's a recipe for disaster. And you'd think that you would try something different, but so far, not really. Not with the not without an exception here or there. All right, uh, another texter says back for another rant. Kidding, but in all seriousness, I don't think this team makes the tournament. Good teams don't lose at home, and never in this fashion. Extremely sad, and at this moment where I started to feel confident about See, this team, and that's Gosh, what, it's been this way like four different times this I year. I know. Fly back in, you're like, all right, hey. Not only is it more entertaining to watch, maybe they'll be able to do something big picture, like let alone just kind of skate by. Nope. Gosh, and that was the thing. Is like that Arkansas first half was like, all right, hey, this was fun. This was entertaining basketball to watch. Like win in the second half, but this was a good time. 
because there wasn't a lot of stops. They let him play. Yeah. There's good flow to the game. Fun. It was like, okay, we're in a we're Kentucky is in a high level March like basketball game and they're competing. And they're answering the call each and yeah. every time. And then Arkansas stayed at that level and, they and just, Kentucky just didn't. I have no idea what happened, but man, and that that's that's really what it comes back to is we were talking ourselves into, well, maybe this team's good enough to make a run. And now you're like, well, maybe it was just all all those wins were false hope because they were beating up on bad teams. Now they're getting into the middle, the meat and potatoes of their schedule. They're playing other teams who are fighting for their NCAA tournament lives, and that they came up short at home in just embarrassing fashion. Let's go to our daily double break. We'll come back hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call Trivia Thursday when we return. America's favorite game. This is KRC on the Big X. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. Don't go anywhere. You call them by their first name. Watching the clouds roll by. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Hey there, welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Text it on into the show. We'll do our best to read it. We've got some trivia that we need to play before then. But the boys have decided the winner of today's trivia will get a free Salsarita's lunch from the other person. Tacos, burritos, quesadillas, wildly addictive chips. Hot spicy salsa, creamy queso at one of their two locations in Louisville, Middletown, or St. Matthews. And do not forget about Salsarita's catering for the big game this weekend. Can't say the Super Duper Bowl because we don't have the rights for it. But the big game for this weekend. I mean, and folks, we are not. This is the perfect way to make everybody happy for your Super Bowl party. Mm -hmm. Whether you're catering the whole thing or just bringing over a ton of wildly addictive chips and salsa. It's the way to go. Like. You uh, basically, they're gonna put you on their shoulders. I I just hope they don't dump a Gatorade cooler on you when you bring it in, because folks are gonna be so happy to see you when you walk in with that salsaritas bag. I don't remember making that deal, but I guess that just means I have to win. Scoots is such a coward. You, you can't know, ever just go with the flow. See, seriously, like <laughs> I don't remember. Come on, because you, you did. I just I just made it up. Play along, pal. I just made it up. But so what if y'all did have a lunch bet on this game? You scared? I'm scared. I know a church down the road you could take it to. <laughs> mm, yep. Goodness gracious, Scoots. <laughs> you guys ready? I'm ready. The scoreboard is Roush 2, Scoots 1, right? Correct. Best of, best of four for that. But the trivia game itself, always best of five. First person to get three questions right. It's a guessing game-esque. But no Price is Right style. You can go over. No big deal. And let's get it popping. Trivia. Brought to you by Possibly You. Sun Sponsor. 
All right, here we go. Let's get it. Roush is the leader, so he'll answer for well, answer at the same time, ideally, but okay. I'll read his answers first. Be ready to type them in. No cheating. No Googling. Scoots. Texter. Or trivia. <laughs> Combined age of Adam Sandler, Will Ferrell, and Vince Vaughn. Oh. Give me their dude. combined ages. No. Got it. Three uh, different people. Don't uh, send it yet, but I can see uh, that you've I'm put not. it in there. I'm Three different movie stars from our generation. We grew up watching, laughing, being entertained by. Still do to this day. Won't give you any hints, but one hint. Okay, I'm ready. Pretty close in age, all let's, three let's, of them. Let's turn this uh, music up a little bit. Yeah, turn the music up a little bit. All right, what do we got, boys? 161. Ooh, I went 165. Wow, incredible. We got a tie right off the oh, bat. No way. It's 163. 163. Look what I put in here, too. <laughs> oh, Rashford 163 in his calculator. I know, and I was like, well, you know what? I, th- I, I think I highballed one of them, so I'm going to take two years off. All right, what do you think Could've Adam Sandler it. is? Um, I guessed uh, he was uh, 20 and is 91. So f- 51 was my guess for Sandler. I put them all at 55. Just made it easy. Uh, that's, a, that's not a bad way to go about it. It's Adam good. Sandler's 56. What do you all think Will Ferrell is? 59. 54. 55. Adam I, Sandler older. I would not have guessed that. I put... Uh, Vince Vaughn, where do you all have I, him at? I had him at 51 as well. 55. 52. All right. We have, so we're going... I'm glad I always do a tiebreaker question. Man, dead uh, heat. If we need another and one, I I'm, I'm going to have to scramble. Where I even, gosh, that's wow. your payback for me having the answer on the weight one last week. Yeah. All right, this one is a little different. We haven't done this one before. You have to put these events in chronological okay, order. like this. All right. With the earliest. Going first. Going first. Okay. So if the years are like 1990, 1991, 1992, you'd put the one in 1991. Okay, the one in right. Okay, got yep. it. All right. Here, and you all can do it one, two, three, or ABC, whatever one you want. We'll do it ABC. Okay. Rank these events in order. Hurricane Katrina is A. Justin Timberlake exposes Janet Jackson's breast singing Rock Your Body at the Super Bowl. We'll call that B. And then J.J. Redick wins Naismith Player of the Year. We'll call that C. Damn, these are tough. This is You did great on this one, TJ, because I'm not going to say it now, but... Um... So is it ACB? Is it BCA? Is it ABC? Did I get weird with it? And we're going the oldest first. No. Yeah. Chronological order. Yeah. So, like, if, oh, it, ha- oh, if it happened first, in yes. 1990, yeah. say A happened in 1990 and B happened in 1991, you'd go A, B, and then C, uh, depending right. on if you um, I've, I've got the correct answer. Yeah, and same. I can even tell you what year this was. Uh, all right, let's send them in, fellas. You may want to play uh, a different background. Song. Oh yeah, it's BCA. I forgot I had to start it over because this was all this was all in the same year. Um, Katrina happened in July or August of 05. Uh, Timberlake, I was that was I, I remember where I was when that happened. That happened in February, and Reddick would have happened. Uh, he would have won Player in the Year in April. All right, I just uh, you all both got it wrong. What? You wow. both got it wrong. Roush said BCA. So Roush thought that that was all the same year, but Reddick was Reddick a different year. It was Justin Timberlake was yeah. first. Yeah, was Timberlake first. was first. Yeah, I, kn- I knew that one. I- I'm not saying that that's right, by the way. 
I'm not saying it's wrong either. I'm just saying that that's the Roush, that's the order that Roush had it in. I had Timberlake. Knowing you both are wrong. Reddit Katrina. Go ahead and send in another, send in another guess. Hmm. You both do have one year correct. Oh, uh, my. All right, Roush got it with the second. Yeah, yeah. this is an order of Scoots. BAC. BAC. I thought Damn Scoots man. would be likely just to guess BAC just off the get-go. <laughs> how much that guy loves it. But he did not. Roush gets the point. Goes up one. So one is time. Reddick player of the year in 05? So or the 06? correct answer is Justin Timberlake exposes Janet Jackson's breast singing Rock Your Body at the Super Bowl. That what? happened first. What yeah. year was that? That was in 2004. Oh, so that was just I had Katrina as 2004. A was Hurricane Katrina, which happened in 2005, mm-hmm. a year later than and then Justin Reddick Timberlake. Was 06. Okay. And then Reddick was your national uh, player of the year in 06, yes. But yeah, that's, that's good. I thought we might have a little bit more separate. I did not realize it would be year by year. So that's fun. That's fun. Good time. All right, next one up. I knew the boob was first, though. Everybody remembers where they were when they saw that. Scoots, you got to get hot here, buddy. No kidding. Still remember what year that a boob? did McDonald's first start serving mozzarella sticks? Oh, God. When did McDonald's say, hey, here's some mozzarella sticks? And I'll just give you a heads up. I don't think any food item has ever given me worse gas than whatever chemicals they put into these McDonald's mozzarella sticks. I'm ready. They did not last long. All right, what do we got here? Mm. Roush says 2006, mm-hmm. just a terrible answer. Well, I, you said it gave you terrible gas, so I thought you'd be a kid when you had them, because I don't ever remember them serving mozzarella sticks. Scoots says 2012. Scoots, what's your logic behind that guess? Uh, I just don't feel like it's been all that long. I was actually going to say like 2016, but I, I decided to go a little lower. It is 2016. Ooh. But you're still closer than Roush. Woohoo! So you get it. All right. This is a so fun one. So we're tied up. One and one. How many calories? One, 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 one. One, one, one. How many calories in a chocolate chip cookie at Subway? Oh, I used to work at Subway. Crap. You used to work at Subway? Yeah. Well, I was a ge- assistant general manager. No big deal. Oh, wow. Now, that big isn't way. a big Wow. And big. one chocolate chip cookie. One chocolate chip cookie. How many calories? They're delicious, by the way. Easily the best thing Subway's got going for Absolutely. Ready? All right. Send them on in. 400. Ooh. Scoot says 420. I mean, just bad guesses. What? It's a tiny little cookie. Yeah, they're very large. They're not healthy. They're not that big. So I lost. Uh, Yeah, the answer is 148. What? Oh, wow. 148. Because I I just assumed that uh, even though it's a Subway, like that they would just be chock full of fatty stuff. means I can smash about five of them. Yeah, go to town, buddy. They're only 148 calories. So Roush goes up 2-1-1. And... This is probably more of a pro scooch question here. Mm. What year did Indiana become a state? What oh, year Jesus. for America's worst decision? I know what year the university started. Not the question. All right, I got this. I'm ready. I got All right, this. send them on in. All right, Roush, what'd you say? Uh, I said 1802 because I know Indiana was short. It was like Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana were all near the same time, but I knew Indiana was after Kentucky. 
I went 1816. Scoots, did you Google it? I didn't. Because it is correct. 1816 exactly. is yeah. the year. I knew it. I told you. I was going to say, you probably, like, it's probably on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo! Tutu. Suck it, Hoosier. <laughs> All right. In his listed height, how many inches tall is John Calipari? And this is for all the marbles. His listed height. His listed height via the Google machine. How many inches is it? How many inches is it? And this is for this is for history. All right. I'm ready. Roush is going to go up three-one, or Scooch is going to tie it up two-two. Roush in the overall series. All so right. Roush said eighty-five. So six foot one. That is not right math. That's your math is your off math on that is one. Awful. Seventy. Oh yeah. I got him at it. six foot three, and I put seventy-five. Damn it! No, inches. my math was bad. I should have double-checked my calculator. <laughs> he gave because sixty inches is five feet, not. Oh, Rouse, damn he it. Gave it to I lied. Seventy. Roush has him at seven foot. <laughs> yeah. No. I. I, I had seven I, foot tall. John I should have just done the math on my calculator. <laughs> double-check. Yes. I had seventy-two <laughs> inches at uh, five <laughs> feet tall instead oh. of sixty. The correct answer he's is... He's 6'1", though, right? He's 6'2", listed, so that would make the so correct answer... So I would have been off by one, 74. 74. Yeah. And we would have tied. And Scoots had 75, so Scoots wins it, everybody! Yeah. Wow! What a game. So 2-2 two, two going to tiebreaker, though, right? What a game. No, that's it. Scoots got the... Oh, Indiana. The Indiana one nodded it up. He got the state... Wait, let, let's let's do double-check this. He got the state... Yeah, I got... He got state... I got the years for... He, he got the mozzarella stick. He got that uh, one, the mozzarella yeah. stick, and the stick. Yeah, that's right. So he got the Calipari height. Damn it. If I just would have checked my math, then we'd have to go to a double tiebreaker. Thanks uh, for giving me a pity win, Ralph. Oh, shut the hell up. Come on. Kiss my ass. 85 inches would be tall for a head coach. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, that's, that's what it is when you the fog of war in the morning. Seven foot one. Well, drowsy, damn it, and I had the first one exactly right, too, if I would just would have stuck to my gun. So this is <laughs> it's regrettable. Yeah. It's regrettable. It goes 2-2 in the overall series. Good job. That was Ooh, good. That was huge. I needed that. So uh, you all, you know, and I, I could definitely be worse at this game than you all. Um, sometimes you all are just right on it, and it's incredible. Other times, just <laughs> way off. And it's, It makes it fun. Yeah. You just never really know. Uh Good good stuff, fellas. Good game. Exciting drama there towards the finish. We got more text to read. Should we yep. head on back to the text line? What is life? We're sitting on the bubble and can't win a home game. Feel sorry for Kaysen Wallace and Livingston, the only dogs on a team full of soft upperclassmen. I think Livingston could even be more of a dog. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I do feel for Kaysen Wallace. That dude is so good. Could definitely be the lead, like the leading point guard on a national championship team. Just doesn't have uh, – I mean, he's got help around him. It's not a lot of good help. Just not consistent help. Not somebody, yeah. not people that he can really rely on. But he's been so, so good. And Especially you wonder how much light. better he's going to get. Yeah. When he hasn't been – back spasms haven't been sat on him either. Why does Carl Ravitch look like he just went eight rounds with Mike Tyson? Oh, never mind. Apparently ESPN app sucks and just wasn't broadcasting in HD. I hate ESPN app and 9 p.m. starts. Well, we're done with the 9 p.m. starts. 8.30. We got – Yeah. Much better. Okay, Carl still looks like poop. Huge bags under his eyes. I think he's working too much. They were doing one of the games last night. Which one was it? 
Was the Tennessee, Tennessee game? game? Yeah. Was it Tennessee? I think so. I, I want to. No, it was the, the Alabama, Alabama game. game. Yeah, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. I was like, goodness. Yeah, it was Alabama. I was like, goodness gracious. Give these guys like take a break. Um. Would it be the late tip-off if Kentucky is the 8-9 seed in the SEC tournament? They'd be the early no, game. they'd be the early game. Okay. That's uh, current Kim Palm projection. They'd be the 8 seed in the SEC. Yeah, that, and that's that's why that South, or South Carolina game stunk. But that Arkansas game, it would have really put you in a great position to be a top-four seed, and yep. now it's tough. Like, now it's just going to be tough. Tennessee losing last night didn't really hurt you, though. That that you kind of want to stay within arm's length. Uh, seems like maybe A&M now a few games ahead of you. But you would have been in a great spot. Now you're going to really have to fight it out. And uh, we'll see. This team, just nothing really surprises with you, you with them. They could go down to Georgia and you lose. Mm-hmm. They go down to Georgia and look really, really good. Um, but that Georgia game, you got to win. And then you can afford probably to lose that Mississippi State game, but be in your best interest to win that one as well. If you win your next two on the road, then I think you can exhale a little bit. And that Arkansas game, not as huge as a deal. Texter says, I can't believe they stopped the NBA game for LeBron with 10 seconds left in the third quarter. That's so NBA. <laughs> so NBA. Oh, man. we uh, got people texting in immediately that they're not Cal 6'2 my ass, says one texter. I also don't think he's 6'2. But he's like but, six foot. But, he, you know, older people shrink a little bit. They do. They get a little smaller. Yeah, yeah. but like six footish. And I bet at one point he probably was 6'2. I don't think he's at this moment 6'2", but he's also not at this moment 7 feet tall. I'm so mad <laughs> at my stupid math. Another texter said that you confused John Calipari with Patrick Ewing. <laughs> <laughs> Home whistle just once, please, says another texter. Uh, another one says, five minutes in the second half as Oscar attempts a shot in the paint. Uh, well, he's getting pushed around by those brothers. Um, what, were the, what were their last names? Mikel Smith? No, the twins. Don't know. Arkansas with Mitchells. nice continuation on fouls that were called on the floor a couple games ago. This is an ass-kicking. Mm-hmm. We look like a team with one lottery pick and transfers from Rhode Island, Illinois State, West Virginia, and Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then on the flip side, as somebody tweeted in, you had the returning national player of the year. You added a couple McDonald's All-Americans. That would be incredibly disappointing if you finished eighth in the SEC with those expectations. Yeah, no, I totally agree. This season yeah. has been has been a failure uh, for what the certainly what the expectations were, certainly what you think the talent levels at, uh, and more importantly, it's just even when you think sometimes you'll have teams where you're just like, gosh, have they really gotten better? And for a long time, we were saying that, like in early January and maybe even mid January, we were like, has this, does this team look any better? And then they did start to look better, but then they. They're obviously not immune to just having a complete stinker of a game. Another texter? What do we got here? CJ is giving this team nothing right now. Zero points over four from the field, and he got 21 minutes tonight and started. I just don't understand. He's been bad the majority of the season. He needs his minutes cut. I don't know what the answer is, but he is just so bad when he's on the floor. And I'm not saying CJ is the reason the Cats lost tonight, but giving away 21 minutes on the court to literally do nothing is inexcusable. It's time to start delegating his minutes elsewhere in hopes of generating some offense. Yeah, I don't think any. Again, I, I think the majority of UK fans can do a good job of criticizing without it being personal. I don't think anybody has anything against CJ. They just want a player to be out there to be able to make shots. And it, it's tough because you're not even 
getting against Arkansas at least you weren't even putting CJ in a position where it's like hey he'll get open shots if everybody else does their job and you can kick out he couldn't get open shots even when they were doubling in on Oscar and part of that maybe is coaching part of it's probably a little bit on CJ part of it could be on the big guys or other players not getting him the ball at the right times but he just think most of it has to just credit Arkansas they knew kind of where to be where to play don't let him have a ton of space or be wide open, and you got to stay disciplined with that throughout the whole game. And nothing came easy to CJ, and if nothing comes easy to him, he's he's not going to add any extra bit of shot making ability. It's just not really in his bag right now. So I also like just try stuff that works, and if something's not working, then don't continue to try it. By the way, I screamed roll call for the whole game tonight. Hopefully listeners increase because of my efforts. Suck it, Scoots. Great seats from the person that sent it in. Bummer that UK stunk when you were in such great seats, but thanks for sending in the picture. We always like seeing that. I hate when people send texts like that because it's – I wish we would have known before the game so we could have listened for the roll calls. Yeah, they also could just be joking. Yeah, probably Mm, Probably not. Oh, I like it. I hope you're right, though. Scoots, your Hoosiers got a thing rolling down in Bloomington. That's right. Don't worry, I'll be, um, I, I made my plans for the combine. Uh, yesterday the invites went out, four cats invited. A little surprised Kedron Smith didn't make the cut, but Carrington yeah, Valentine, Tayshaun Manning, Chris Rodriguez will love us. So uh, typically what happens, Scoots, when I show up to Indy, um, they start play, the Hoosiers start playing bad. So mm. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Oh, oh. Yeah. Are we? Really wish I could tell. I, I wonder if it's purposeful that they avoid the Pacers playing at home during that time. It's like, come on, scheduling. Just, come on, Pacers, play at home. If you get barely any, oh well, you could all, always ask Big X for some of our station tickets that we never get, but they're not at home. Got them once, but yeah, they're not at home. Yeah, you got it once, like what, four years ago? Yeah, it was fun. I didn't watch most Meanwhile, of the Meanwhile, P. Daddy from the big city is going up there, getting the sweet spot, living large. <laughs> Kick his ass. Whoa, he's just a kid. Not anymore. It's true. Baseball season's got to be starting up soon, right? Yeah. High Baseball expectations baseball. for the Batcats? Uh, it was media day. Um, and no, no expectations for the Batcats. Like, will Mingione be fired is basically what the expectations are. <laughs> if he hasn't been fired yet already. Who who knows? I did see he had a quote that was like something along the lines of, we're going to bunt, we're going to hit and run, we're going to do this, and then we're going to do that. I got to get the whole, oh, here it was. I'm looking for mass chaos. We're going to talk, we're talking about stealing, hitting and running, bunting, two strike bunting, you name it, we're going to be super aggressive and force our opponents to make plays. That just sounds desperate. Yep. That just sounds, that just sounds like we're not very good. <laughs> yeah, so we got to do so everything. We're going to do like exciting, weird stuff just to get people a little bit more exciting about our baseball program. Gosh, I wish Kentucky baseball was good. I could, I could really get into it, and especially if basketball is going to stink a little bit. Like mm-hmm. to have, you know, because why? What? I always, when Kentucky has been good, the few times in our lifetime it has been good, to just have it on in the background, no, I don't like live and die by every pitch and don't even really watch every pitch, but to have it on in the background or have it on driving around, it was nice. It's fun. But UK absolutely stinks and all of our rivals are significantly better and that doesn't make it any more fun. (laughs) 
Texter on the Thornton's text line, 502414. Turkey baseball, just sucking the air out of the show. Gosh, be better. Just, and I would gladly be wrong. Like, if they have a good season, I don't see it happening. I'll eat crow and be happy about it. One just of these, want them to be good, and they're not. One of these days, that's going to come back to bite you, and you're going to actually have to eat a crow. It's a figure speech. No, but I'm going to make you eat a, eat a crow. Sometimes I'll say, like, I'll eat a sock or a hat, and I mean it then. It's going to happen one day. Can you eat a crow, though? Then you're eating someone's soul. Oh, that's deep. Texter says, when looking at the schedule, what games do we absolutely need to win to get into the tournament? Like, games you cannot lose, otherwise it's a wrap. Wait, so, say... Like, what What are the games? Like, I don't think you can afford to lose... I think you Jordan. have to beat Auburn and Mississippi State, right? I think you have to beat Georgia. I don't think you have to beat Mississippi State. I think you have to beat Georgia. You have to, yeah. I mean, it kind of just depends, like... If you beat Tennessee at home, that probably gives you more flexibility to drop another one. So it's kind of like a ad ad takeaway system. Here's how I think it's going to go. I think they'll beat Georgia. I think they'll lose to Mississippi State. Tennessee games, a toss-up. They'll lose at Florida. They'll lose at Arkansas. They'll lose to – I'm going in order. Okay. So chill. <laughs> they will beat Auburn at home. So I've got them at 2-2 two and two with the Tennessee game being a toss-up. They'll beat Vanderbilt at home. Three and two, they'll lose at Arkansas. Three and three. So does uh-huh. it does it as simply put come down to beating Tennessee, and you're in if it goes the way I think it's going to go? You, there's a game missed in there too, by the way. No, you said three and three. There's seven games left. Three and three with a toss up against Tennessee. You got to clean your ears out, buddy. I know you don't have. Even them, then, I don't think that's good. Like, like, yeah, but I didn't miss a game. All right, but three and three with one toss. Well, put your put it put your nuts on the table. Is they going to beat right, Tennessee? He's getting, or, he's, getting, they, he's getting flustered. Yeah, I think they will I, I, I think so, they will beat Tennessee. I, I don't at think home. I don't think that's good enough. Uh, four, 4 and 3 in your final 7 will get them in the tournament. I don't think it is. 20 and 10. Uh, you're entitled to your opinion. 20 and 10 is not very good. 20 and 10. At that point you're Auburn's a must win for me yeah. and I think you got to steal one at Mississippi State because I think you have to go 5 and 2. And you're not going to be. I don't think you have to go five and two, but I do. I Kentucky do say hasn't swept Tennessee since 2012. That's great. And you think this team's good enough to do it? I don't. Uh, they didn't sweep Tennessee in 2015. I must have missed one of those losses. They only played them once. That's a sweep, baby. They haven't beat them <laughs> twice in a year. So how many? How many? How many times have they? How many times have they played twice in a year since that time? All but two or three of those seasons, and it was 14 and 15, I think. Okay. 14, 15, 16. It's, so, they, I, I don't know no, why you're arguing 13. with me that I think they'll beat Tennessee at home. I just, all right, well, I mean, I'm never going to bet Kentucky to beat Tennessee in anything. And it cost me last time. It did. If they can beat them at Knoxville, they can certainly beat them at home. And Vanderbilt they, beat Tennessee. They, they can lose. They can lose that game as well. Yeah. Um, but I do think it helps. Tennessee doesn't have athletic guards. They don't have really guards that can take people off the dribble. Yes, they're good defensively. It'll probably be a muddied up, ugly game, physical game for sure. But the teams I want to avoid are the teams with guards that can just get wherever they want on the floor. And unfortunately, Georgia does have some crafty guards, but that still should be a game. UK is able to win. And then if they do go 4-3 and three in their final seven, you probably don't want to lose your first SEC tournament game, whoever that may be against, most likely be on Thursday. You wouldn't want to lose that one because then if you finish 4-4 four and four in your final eight, conference tournament game included, yeah, you'd be really sweating I, it out. The, the, if you're 4-4 four and four and you win one SEC game, I think you're in. The hardest part in all of this, though, is just what team's going to show up. And the 
what even makes it more difficult for me is in the big games at Rupp this year, you've just been beaten by teams that are better than you pretty handedly. Kansas and Arkansas. Those are your two those have been your two biggest games at Rupp so far this year. And you just got it handed to you. So they have two more of them. Tennessee and Auburn. Gotta win those. I mean, and like that's that's I I just don't have enough faith in this team to say that they're gonna win both of them. I think they can. That's why I'm I'm more bullish on having to win at Mississippi State because I think at best they're splitting those two. Well, if you do split those two, most likely you will have to steal one on the road, whether at Mississippi State, at at Florida, Florida, or at Arkansas. And I don't, I wouldn't feel great about the Florida or Arkansas game. Mississippi State, I think that one can be a toss up, but they'll be pretty pumped up for that one. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what this team's got in them. Let's go to our last break. We'll come back. We'll try to get as far along the text line as we can get. 502-414-1450. KRC on the Big X. CJ Walker, Nick Rush, and Justin Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. With Walker and Roush. That was the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Let's go! Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. We go... 7 to 9, replay the show 9 to 11, podcast wherever you get your podcast, just search for Kentucky Roll Call. And I've got some big Shady Rays news, everybody. Oh, I'm excited. I don't know this news. They're opening news. a store in the Oxmoor Center. Woo. Brick and mortar? Come oh. on. They have a store out at the shops out in Shelbyville. What are the name of that those shops out there? Dallas. Is it just the yeah, the outlets? Bluegrass, the bluegrass outlets. I think is right. Never, so they have a store I've out there too. On there one. Yeah, I, I knew they had one at the Summit in Lexington. Oh, I didn't know that they yeah. had one in Lexington. That was their first uh, nice. brick and mortar. Uh, they okay. Well, they are going to get one in the Oxmoor Center, which is phenomenal. So good for them. If you forget your shades out at Top Golf, just I think they're already actually open. Top one out in at over the Oxmoor Center. So you can go to shadyrays.com, kind of get a feel for what they're all about. Replacement promises, 30-day money-back guarantees, and then just their incredible collection. It's certainly vast in terms of the different options they have for their customers. And then you could just roll by the Oxmoor Center if you want to. And, hey, I I was looking at these online. Can I see what they look like in person? Because while I have no issue buying sunglasses online and do it from ShadyRays.com by using promo code BIGX to save 25% off, sometimes it is better to be able to put them on your face. Yeah, see how look they in look. a mirror yeah, and be like, okay, yeah. these look good, or these look fine, these look good, but I wonder what these look like. Oh, those look a little bit better. So having a store, also great. Promo code BIGX, 25% off at checkout, and congrats to them for another another physical store that you can go to. But if you're not in the Louisville area, you're listening to KRC somewhere else, their website, one of the most impressive from a online buying. I don't I don't buy clothes online a lot. Don't shop online a lot. But when I do, 
Shady Rays has a better setup than any other website that I've been on. I love when my wife tells me, like, you got to get new clothes. Like, come on. Does your wife get new clothes frequently? No, no. It's usually uh, occasion-based or like, all right, I'm going to start riding the bike more. Let me get some bicycle shorts, you know. That. Oh, we got a we got a bet you like that. We got a wedding you? coming up, so she's gonna get some, you know. All right, I need to get a dress for the wedding. I don't, that sort of thing. I'll never understand that mindset with women. Like I, we've got an event coming up. I got to go get a dress. Look in your closet where you have thousands of dresses. Like what? Yeah, but like, but I, I've wore those before. Well, and I'll, there is a difference. Like I'll at least okay, um, a summer dress versus a February wedding. Like how many? How many long dresses do you have for the occasion in February? And also, you just had a baby. Your body's probably in a weird spot compared to what it was the last time you went to a February wedding. So, you know. Scoot, I just like do. Scoots has given us the like the the women the women be shopping. I've, I've just stands. never I've never understood that my whole life. And and it's the same thing when there's a sale. It's like oh I've got to go to the store and spend money because when I wasn't gonna spend money because things are on sale. Yeah, I it's mean my, my wife does not have either of those mindsets. That's, that's it's good. like well you she, just she's said she's going to buy a new dress or like I got some new. Uh, oh, I found these leggings that I really like. Let me get a couple of them so I got them handy. That sort of thing. Yeah, I I just the amount of like boxes we get at our house that they're they're not mine. It's not always clothes either. It's, it's sometimes things that we do need for the household or for like the but baby I, I'm just or something. Like how who where do you even get the time to like order all this stuff online? Sometimes it's meal prep kits and you throw the meat away. Sometimes I do that as well. Yeah, it's probably when you're clipped in for the cats. That's that must be it. As was well. uh d- was the challenge last night? It was last night. Right, probably, not over though. Okay, I'll watch it. I'll watch it tonight. They still have one more. One more, uh, well, I don't even know if it's one more episode. How, how much longer we got to wait for Survivor? When's that coming back? March 1st, March, I think. Yeah. yeah. Come I think on. the first week of March. Let's get here. It'll be here before you know it. Let's uh, get to this text line. We still have a long way to go. If you get barely any production from Frederick and Reeves, you don't win many games. Pretty simple. Yep. That's, uh, guards got to score points for you to try to, to win basketball. And that's games. one of the things about this team is that, like, it's – it can be good offensively, but when you're going to be good offensively, you're probably going to give some stuff up defensively. If you want to try to get better defensively, you're going to have some stretches offensively that can just be painful to watch. But the texture's yeah. right. I mean, it just it, it helps when you can guarantee a, a nice night from one of those two. Both of them, that'd be just totally swell. But that hasn't happened. Has there been a game where both of them were good? Florida game. Florida Reeves was the closest was, thing. Yeah. But Reeves wasn't very good then. It, but, yeah, you're right. They they have not been good at the same time. And that's what was another part of, like, hell, I'm even a little worried about Georgia because that game was close until Oscar just completely took it over and did his 37-24 and 24 thing. Um, can you, how much can you how much can you count on the Cats replicating some of their performances against the teams that they're playing for the second time? I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Has anybody ever started a half worse than what Casey Wallace did in the second half? Three turnovers in a row that lead to easy Arkansas layups. It was bad. It was that that was a horrible start to half. Yeah. Really, really bad. Uh, how many more games did it take him? I don't know what that's referencing. I think this is referencing LeBron James and how many games it took him to pass Kareem. But he actually did it in 150 less games. Yep. So how about that? Fewer games. Whatever. He was the National Player of the Year, and now he looks like Ty Winyard. Well, at least he doesn't have a bodyguard. A new topic, St. X versus Sales Friday. Y'all hitting up hoops or rubbies and going to the game? Where's it at? I don't 
if they're they're making it sound like it's at DeSales, DeSales just had senior night, though. Would they have senior night and then play a home game? Probably didn't want to have senior night the night they were going to get smashed <laughs> by the Tigers. I saw where they beat uh, – the Colts beat Fern Creek last night. That was a neat oh, district good. win. Yeah. St. X got dominated by Collins, but Collins – Good. Did you see the high school game, the 4-2 high school game in Oklahoma? I did. I did. 4-2? Four 4-2. To two? Four to two. Because they don't have a shot clock, so a team just wanted to minimize they the game. They hold it the whole half? They, held it, they it. held it the entire game. Yeah, I mean, it was it every, like 1-3-1, and they the other team played his own, and so they would just kind of pass it back and forth outside of the zone. I have no idea. How, shot clocks in high school sports. I have no idea how I would handle that if I was on the call for that. And we got to get the shot clock in college basketball down to 24. I've seen some movement with that. I'm all for it. Bring it on, baby. Not sure if that will happen, though. That may be too extreme for some folks. But high school basketball in Kentucky, got to get a shot clock. And then college basketball, I would not mind getting that down to an NBA level. Uh, Texter says, is the – oh, but the that I was going to be at the sales on Saturday for some CSAA city championship action, but the game got moved to Sunday at Trinity. So hmm. I don't know if they were just like, yeah, to sale, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a my CSWA baller cousin plays Sunday afternoon. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Not sure if we're gonna be able to make it. Is it Trinity? Time. Might be. Is it fifth and sixth grade A? No. Yeah. This is seventh and eighth grade B. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Texter says the program is done with Cal at the helm. Enough is enough. Man, if I had a nickel for every time I've heard that. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, like, and I think people are. The more UK loses, the more it's just going to be obnoxious, and we won't hear the end of it. And I get it; we're all annoyed with it. But like, I do think there is a better understanding that, like, hey, the guy's going to be here next year, regardless of how frustrated you are by this, that, or the other. He's going to be the coach next year with an incredible recruiting class. But it is. Uh, I know people are sick of having the carrot dangled in front of them. I totally get it, but I, you know, that that needs to be kept in mind. It is abundantly clear, though, that this thing just keeps trending in the wrong direction. And it's just not. Well, this is a failure of a year. Yeah. It was a failure of a year a month ago. Still is. I, I don't, it's not going to change much of anything besides maybe people are going to be a little bit more pessimistic. Uh, and that's fine. I don't, you know, maybe if ex, maybe expectations were too high this year. I don't think they should have been. No. It should have should have been a better team. Uh, uh, Texture says, Scoots wants a good girl, but he needs a bad. Can't say what that person says. It's actually opposite. Yeah. What a bad girl. <laughs> John here again. I will not burn that vintage handkerchief. It might be from the mid-90s or later, so at least has 25 years of history. may have been used by Antoine Walker himself. You got to burn it, John. If you want the cats to do anything this year, you got to burn that hanky. Okay, I'm not sure, but who cares? That's the story behind it. I'm sticking to it. And anybody who's ever done any superstitious things before games, no, you do not have to give up on a superstition just because of one loss. The item or your action has to have a losing record. And so far, the Magical Kentucky Vintage Handkerchief used by Antoine Walker is 2-1, which means it's above 500 record, which means it's still in action, still part of the game. By gosh, you all should know the gosh darn rules. Well, got to go talk to you later. It's not how they work for me, John. John, that thing needs to be up in flames. It needs to be up in flames immediately. Scoots, are you sure the state flower of Indiana isn't a pansy? That's hilarious. <laughs> that <laughs> is was. freaking hilarious. That's a, great, uh, that's a great dad joke right there. With the future scheduled of the UK basketball team, Joker says the monsoon season has no end in sight. Officiating isn't 15 points. Nobody blamed officiating for the loss, you dweeb. If we're blaming refs, Indiana has four losses because of the refs. I agree. College refs stink. What are the four losses, Scoots? I couldn't tell you. College refs do stink, though. Absolutely. They're really bad. 
we lose to pretty much everyone with more talent than us, and there's way too many games where that's been the case. I think that might be the most worrisome thing. You're like, oh, Kentucky's just not as talented as the other team. Yeah, it's all, again, like on the one hand, it's, you are at peace with it because it's like, well, that's how the game should work. On the other hand, it's like, wait a minute, why is it? Why are we in that spot? Both things I think are true. Who's the best basketball player in college basketball? This is Tyler, by the way. Oh, hey, hey, Tyler. Tyler. Hey. Zach Eady. Well, um, he's probably. Wow, well, I can't believe you did. haven't. Impactful, but I, I didn't say Trace Jackson Davis. I think Brandon Miller is probably the most talented player playing college basketball. He didn't say right talented, now. he said best. And right now, Zach Eady's the best. I haven't watched Purdue play a basketball game this year. Really? Oh, you need you need to watch Purdue play basketball. They're actually game I, as much as it pains me to say it, they actually play an entertaining brand of basketball. I like them to cover the eight points against Iowa tonight. Same. I got it at plus one hundred too. I think they are gonna cruise. They're, this is their first game since the IU loss, right? Maybe alt line it. They should be mad, be angry. In Iowa, they're filled with players. By the way, mid, coaches meant to alt line Alabama last night. Didn't get it in in time. Would they end up winning by like thirty? I'm not sure, but they're. It's gonna be hard for me to not pick Alabama to be in the Final Four and maybe further. Alabama fans. They won by four. twenty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I've got. Uh, I've got some future bets, and I've got a question on one of them. But, Roush, let me pull it up. What do we got next on the text line? Uh, Oscar is a defensive liability. We agree. Arkansas did it to UK last night. What UK used to do to everyone, 2010 through 17. Defense leading to transition layups and just throwing it dead on guys. Our guys were soft last night. Wallace Livingston and Collins. Excluding Wallace Livingston Collins. Ah, thank, thanks for correcting me, Scoots. Yeah, that, that it was very reminiscent of what Kentucky did during the early days. All right, I've got my – I made four future bets last summer. I think uh, I made the bets on April 3rd of <laughs> last year. No, April 6th, excuse me. April 6th of last year on these teams to win the national championship in basketball. Kentucky, I got it at plus 1,200. Arkansas, plus 1,400. Gonzaga, plus 1,400. And Houston, plus 1,600. I can Houston's cash, really your only – I can cash out my – these were all $25 bets. I can cash out my $25 Kentucky bet for $4.09. Do it. Only take a $21 loss on do it. Do it. I mean, I think you need to do that probably. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas, I can cash out for two dollars and fifty-two cents. <laughs> Do it. If Nick Smith is coming back, that's true. Yeah, that's I true. Keep, yeah, I don't think I'd cash that one out. Not for that. I wouldn't swallow a twenty-three dollar loss on that. Gonzaga, I can cash out for seven dollars. Only lose eighteen dollars. Yeah, on do that. it. You don't think Gonzaga can make a run? No, they've never won a championship. They never will. And yeah. then cash I can take an eleven-dollar profit and cash out for thirty-six dollars on Houston. I'd let Houston ride. Yeah, you got. They're to. good. I don't know how. But I can make eleven dollars instead of losing twenty five. They have to win it all. I mean, odds are it probably won't be any of those four teams. I can't believe I can get maybe four dollars back on my UK bet. I do have to cash that one out. Watch that. You know what? What if they end up going and winning the tournament? I mean, you can cut your losses in half basically by cashing them all out. You can get fifty back. I'm gonna hold on to Arkansas. For two dollars and fifty, it's like deal or no deal. It's yeah. so much fun. Arkansas, <laughs> it's not worth it. Gonzaga, seven dollars on a twenty-five dollar bet. Do I want to wait a little bit longer? Maybe they'll get hot. Maybe I can get that up to like nine dollars. Conference tournament is coming up. Yeah, and, and you know Gonzaga's conference is a joke. <laughs> the Houston one, yeah, may as well hang on to it just because need something to be fun with. But all right, didn't come out losing twenty-five bucks on my UK bet. I did it, folks. 
Thanks for the advice, fellas. I appreciate <laughs> did it. Did you cash it out? I did. <laughs> I did. I had to. Good for you. Yeah. Save, That's hard save, to do. Save four dollars and nine cents. It's on. really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, can invest that money. A text. Where are we at on the? T- Text line. Terry Oglesby, I will see you in hell. Not a good night for our boy Terry, and wrongly representing Terry's across the globe. I saw that somebody pulled up his record against uh, Kentucky, too. A lot, lot of technicals. A yeah. lot of technicals. Shout out to Sack getting the Terry Sucks chance started. <laughs> that was awesome. That was pretty good. Roush, I don't understand the Stoops comparison on the postgame show thing. Cal should obviously do it, but are you implying Stoops is held to a higher standard or catches more flack or something? Obviously, neither of those things are true. I was more so like bringing Bruiser out because Bruiser isn't a real assistant coach. And like of all people taking the mantle, like I don't know. I just for, – for me, it's a, hey, I know you do a lot of media, but like Cal used to love doing all of his media. And like like when things are going great, he takes every opportunity he does to talk in front of a mic. That should – like if you're asked to do the same – Win or lose, you should do it during a lose, uh, after a loss as well. Yeah, I mean, I bet that's the thing, though, is like he, that's not true about winning and him wanting to be in front of a mic if things are going well. Like this year, he just hasn't done as much media, period. When thing, and there hasn't been as much things going well. But again, on Saturday, another late night game, he didn't do it. I think it's wrong. I think he should do media. You get paid a ton of money to do it. I don't care if you think you talk too much. I don't care if it's late. You should be able to go finish a press conference. I mean, it, it, said, it only though, takes like, a couple extra. Like, you're going to get 30 extra minutes when you go home? Yeah. Like, no, I mean, I, it's it's a very minimal thing. I, I think and, it's a mistake on his part, and he should he should change that. Yeah. Um, our opponents are shooting 80% from the line in SEC play. Man, bad free throw defense by the Cats. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it is. It just seems like you'll go game. You'll go like an entire game. It's like if they even miss one and then they finally will and you're like, oh, that's it. That was their first miss. Way to go. Uh, good teams don't get blown out and they occasionally beat good teams handedly. This team has done neither. I mean. Yeah. It's got a ceiling on it. What's what? They, they were in control that entire Florida game, but, yeah, you're right. Is Florida a good team? Probably not. Florida's an all right team, but you had chances to blow Florida out, and yeah. instead they had a chance to tie you late in the game. Yeah, that's a good point, Texter. It's just so hard to predict how freshmen will shoot. We expected Max to be great, and he shot 29%. We expected Wallace to be mediocre, and he's above 40. That's totally true, and that needs to be remembered for the freshmen for next season. Yeah. Like, I'm not expecting Robert Dillingham to be a great outside shooter. I'm expecting Wagner to be pretty shrieky. Edwards, I think, will be shrieky as well. So I, I will have some outside shooting concerns next year, but we'll have an entire summer to talk about that. I just get the feeling Cal hasn't trusted his assistant since Kenny left. You can't have your coach, your head coach, 100% in charge of substitution patterns. There's too much else going on. Not sure if that's the case, but it seems like it. I mean, but – yeah, I kind of I disagree with the text. I, I was going to say, like, college basketball, I, how many times do assistants do anything with subs? Like, I feel like it's 95% the head coach, head coach until it's like Antigua, you get it. Like, hey, let's do a two-for-one offense defense. Like, that's probably their most suggestion, right? Or like, hey, he's got, like, reminding the coach that he has three fouls and then they got a sub out. Head coaches in college basketball do almost all of the substitution patterns, and it's the opposite for college football. And I, I think for – I do think that there probably is something up with Cal and his assistants just not being able to find out the right recipe. He wants them to be able to go get the best players, and, but he also needs people that are going to help with the progress of the players and development and X's and O's and scouting, and it doesn't seem like he's been able to really find the right recipe. Tom and e- Toppin equals Charmin. 
Seems like the type of dude that would dunk on someone and apologize to him. <laughs> Arkansas's roster that Cal used to thrive with, height, length, athleticism, players who are just bigger, better, stronger, faster. I believe the experiment these past two years with more shooters has failed because Cal is still running a standard floppy motion offense into ball screen handoffs. There are no extensive sets to generate offense. That's just not true. To generate offense to effectively utilize these shooters that will bring that we are bringing on board. It's time to revert back to the roster Cal knew how to utilize. It's not pretty basketball, but his best chance to succeed to finish his career at Kentucky with the long athletic roster who can overwhelm teams defensively and grind out wins in low-scoring fashion. Just my two cents. Go I Cal. Mean, he's, getting that ro- he's getting that roster next year, though. Like- I do agree that he's better with that roster. I just The only thing I disagreed with, really, in the whole text was that they don't run sets and motions to try to get shooters open. They're doing everything they can to get these shooters open. Sometimes it works, and then sometimes it works and they don't make the shot. Sometimes it doesn't work, and they may hit a contested shot. That's kind of rare. Um, sometimes they just people can't get open, and that's a whole other issue. The Aaron Bradshaw, though, you sh- I don't know how great he is at blocking shots, but you seemingly gets a little bit of rim protection with the seven-foot center coming back. That's got some athleticism. Justin Edwards has a lot of length on the wing. Um, I, I don't know about Wagner and Dillingham as perimeter defenders, but you're seemingly getting back to that next year. Should be, at least. I think it's important to get this out there now. If we somehow get in and win a first four game, we're not counting that as a tournament win. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. If they go to the first four in Dayton, I'm going. I would like to go as yeah. well. Because UD Arena is cool. Oh, I got a great place for us to eat when we go there. It's too. an interesting, sub you know, sub house. Like, it's not where UK basketball should be or wants to be, but it would be something different, something they've never done before and hopefully never do again. A texter says, Hey guys, I recall seeing this on Twitter and I was wondering if TJ feels the same way. Thoughts? I'll hang up and listen. It was uh, a tweet saying that Casey Wallace is going to win a national championship as a point guard. He has been good enough, but yes, uh, shockingly, I was overly optimistic in the offseason about UK basketball. It happens. Stop me if you've heard that before. Black excellence means a lot to Scoots, a whole lot. That's right. TJ, do you think the election was stolen from Trump? I don't think it was stolen from Trump, but I do think the the censorship of stories and contents is a much bigger issue that we all need to not be happy with uh, as a country. Got to be able to trust your media, and there's no reason to trust. Another person points out the Tony and Dwight interview with Stivers. I oh, highly recommend it, yeah. listening to that. If it's out there somewhere in just like easy form where it's just like a video. I think it's on their iHeart. Highly recommend yeah. that interview. Did they put they, they put him feet, feet to the fire? They did, and they were just kind of roasting him and making fun of him. And credit to Stivers, not really credit to him, but like he's sticking to his guns, and he's just like, yeah, this is my opinion. This is how I feel about something, and you're not going to change my mind on it. Even if it is a very dumb opinion. Yeah, so like credit <laughs> to him for having a dumb opinion and not like trying to like you know dance around it. Or hide behind it. He just comes out and say it, and they're like, "Well, this is dumb because of this, that." And he's like, "Yeah, okay, you can feel that way, but this is how I feel." Just basically showing how he's a tyrant. Um, huge, huge dweeb. All right, we are out of time for today's show. We'll be back tomorrow. Congrats to Scoots on his trivia win. Woohoo! This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. Oh, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Taylor. Cow. I like Purdue and Ohio State. Uh, that's a-